This podcast is sponsored by AllPosters.com. With a selection of over 1.5 million images, AllPosters has something for every budget and decorating style. Go to CheapSeatReviews.com, click on the banner, throw a bunch of cool art in your cart, and use code 25FLOWER at checkout to get 25% off your entire order. That's 25FLOWER. Check them out today, and thanks for the support. Thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. And this is episode 18, and today we're going to spoil the hell out of Spider-Man 2, the amazing... We're adults. We're finally adults in this one. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Seriously, we're going to spoil this movie. This is a brand new movie that just came out. We're going to talk about things that happen. If you don't want to know what happens in this movie, then stop. Go listen, you know, wait until next week. We're going to do Thomas Crown Affair. It'll be great. Just wait a week. Or yeah. Even if, you, if, you've, if you've seen this movie and don't want to be reminded about what you saw, then skip this podcast. Or if you've seen this movie and you want our opinion <laughs> on things, then continue to listen. And if you don't care, then obviously listen. But this is your, this is your only warning. Okay? Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Because great power. Comes great spoilers. Yes. yes. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing. So I am Sean Allred, and tonight, uh, spoiling this podcast with me tonight is Chad, Electric Eels to the Face, Evans. Wow, what a great scene. Cornel- Out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why plugging in the two connectors electrocuted him, because that was rubber conduit. Like That shouldn't, yeah. have, that shouldn't have electrocuted him. If, and if if so, he should have been electrocuted as soon as he touched both sides. Right, as opposed you know? to when they connection yeah. like that doesn't that literally didn't make sense. Like that's movie science for you right there in a the movie that's supposed <laughs> to promote science. Yeah, I, I would have actually been okay if when he connected it, then he just lost his balance and then fell into the electric. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cornelius Iron Man wants his rhino suit back, Logan. <laughs> that would have been a, a a really stupid Hulk buster, I think. But yeah, uh, yeah I see what you I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Tom Tony Stark flies in. He goes, "Hey, that's my suit." Uh, and Sam, magnetic web shooter vector. Yeah. So let's pull up a nice big comfy chair and dive into the Amazing Spider Man Two. One full of webbing. Well, yes. So my Amazing <laughs> Spider Man Two. Okay. Well, we all all of us saw it last weekend when it opened. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to ask you when the last time you saw it, but I am going to ask you just quick initial impressions. Just, you know, what'd you think? You know, somebody walks up to you and says, hey, Corny, have you seen The Amazing Spider-Man 2? You're going to say, yes. Hell yeah, I did. And what's your, what's your, in 10 seconds, go. Or I guess Chad, I'm t- going out of order. Chad, <laughs> Chad, what do I, you think, go? I didn't hate it. Okay. Um, Corny? I thought it was. Oh, sorry. I thought it was a fair. Yeah, was that in ten seconds or less? Uh, sure. Whatever. Okay. You didn't hate and it. There you go. I cool. didn't hate it. I wanted to do these real quick ones, real quick. Uh, Corny, best Spider-Man movie ever. Sam, forgettable. Forgettable. So we're yes. all. And then I would say fun. 
So I think we're all over the map on this one. And I think with the four of us being of different levels of nerddom that we have within the, the, the this universe, I think that's actually pretty appropriate. Because Corny is the super comic book nerd, and Chad is, isn't. And so mm-hmm. I think that's pretty interesting that we're we're kind of on w- within that. And so as as always, I, I have uh, Catherine uh, do our intro. So, um, but the four of us have seen this, and for those of you listening, I assume you've seen this movie. Tell me if this intro is even remotely correct to what we saw. Peter Parker runs the gauntlet as the mysterious company Oscorp sends up a slew of supervillains against him, impacting on his life. What? Yeah, what? If by slew you mean one and a one. half. Okay. Maybe. Well, that, that intro literally... Yeah, that, but that intro literally doesn't make sense to what happened in the movie because it wasn't Oscorp that created intentionally uh, Electro. That was a, an accident, and he is completely separate yeah. of Oscorp. The Green Goblin was a product of a thing that happened on his own. The only quote-unquote Oscorp villain is the Rhino, and he's in the last 38 seconds of the film. <laughs> so, Yeah, which the, the, the trailers got you thinking that he was also going to be a major part of this movie. Well, we're going to talk about the trailers here in just a second. Um, so... Actually, let's talk about it right now because I, I I didn't really take show notes because obviously I didn't know we were going to do this when we were watching it, and it would be kind of weird to be taking notes while watching this in the theater. I so, took notes. Well, uh, <laughs> Sam, you took notes, right? Oh, yeah. I saw I you right. Notes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so obviously we only, as the movie viewer, we can only uh, get, get glimpses of what the movie is from the movie trailer, I mean, as, as anybody can. So we, we all of us watched the trailers. I watched them uh, probably more than I should. Uh, I, I have the luxury of having an office at work where I'm able to kind of, you know, watch movie trailers and YouTube occasionally. And I watched probably... Not a real job. <coughs> I watched probably... Gosh, there's allergies. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Um <laughs> I have nothing clever to respond yeah, to, yeah. other than I like my job. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, that's one of us. Yeah. So, just I, kidding. Anybody that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Any of Chad's band students, he he loves you dearly. Uh, just not the school system you work for. Um, oh, but he likes nope, the school system too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You have people that okay. We love the school system. The state government's <laughs> awesome. No, let's not go abort. That abort. Abort. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> we're in college kinds of trouble now. Old um, digging deeper. Yes. So, moving on, uh, I watched probably each trailer probably three to five times. I was excited for this movie. Spider-Man is my favorite comic book character. I love everything about him. The fact that most of the time his character is played, he's just a kid. He's got kid issues and kid troubles. Even later when he grows up, he still has normal people issues. He's not super rich like Tony Stark. He can't just... He can't just rely on strength for everything like the Hulk. He has to be clever and witty, and usually he has to outsmart his the people or out-athletic them or, or whatever. But he, he's not the, the baddest dude. He's, he's kind of humble in origins. He's not arrogant like, well, again, Tony Stark or, or Batman or whatever. He's the guy who's out there to help the little guy, as even evidence in this movie where he saves Max, um, who was played by uh, Jimmy Fox. You know, from a falling car. You know, Batman doesn't care about it. He's going to blow up the car. He doesn't care if he hurts one dude as long as he 
You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's going to kill you. I, I digress. <laughs> so here's so here's the first big issue that I think Sam and I have. And Corny, yes. not too much of a point. I don't know about you, Chad. We haven't talked about it. I got really angry, physically angry, at the fact that what we saw on the trailers of the movie were not in the movie. Yep. You know, I really hate it when that happens. Like, like uh, another mo- another movie that was that was big to do that was was it Twister with the with the the, the tractor coming in and or was that actually in the movie? I don't no, remember. There, there, I, there was a couple. I, I think th- you're right. Yeah, I think no. there was something cut. But there, there was a couple moments like that. Um, yeah. But the difference the difference is, and this one is especially the way they they cut the trailers and what you saw. It was like almost false advertising. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. You know, like I, I know I pointed out, you know, Jurassic Park kind of did this to us um, where she is looking at the, the fauna or no, the flora. And um, she grabs a leaf as they're traveling out to the field. And, and she's in the in the trailer. She's saying, you know, this should be extinct. This should not be here. And it's nowhere in the movie. However, what Spider, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 did was show us scenes that were going to impact the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. In the trailer and never put it in the movie. So mm-hmm. we went into this thinking Oscorp has been watching Peter Parker for, you know, all this time. And, you know, um, the Green Goblin, the original Green Goblin, was somehow going to be more intricately intertwined with Peter Parker's story in this movie. Right. And it's just it didn't happen. It didn't happen in the movie. And they, they cut those scenes. And, you know, it, it, to me, it's more like a bait and switch than it is. You know, anything else, I just that drives me crazy. Yeah, there was some stuff that was cut that I get. The, the, Shailene Woodley was going to be Mary Jane. And they had scenes with her in the movie. And they thought that it would clutter the movie too much to have her in it. Uh, they wanted to just focus on Peter Parker's and Gwen's relationship. And I'm fine with that. I mean, yep. it changes a little bit of the movie. But I, I think it was okay because then the the end of the movie... We'll talk about in a second, but the end has more impact because it's just the two of them. Yeah. So I'm totally fine with her not them not casting or putting her in the role, um, and I'm also really fine with it because Divergent was such a, a a hit that she's already signed on to the next three movies. She's actually not going to be able to be available for the next Spider-Man movie. She's already said I can't do it. So now they're looking at casting the next MJ for for MJ. Um, but you're totally right, Sam. I I remember when I was literally sitting in the theater going, okay, when are we going to get to this moment? Oh, he yep. meets Harry. Okay, cool. Now we're going to have that scene. Oh, no. No, we didn't. We're going to have this awkward <laughs> bromance thing going on. And here's another yeah. – so here's – here's I did kind of a good and the bad and the ugly of the movie. Um, and one of the things that was kind of bad to me, and, and I think this was a, a short sight on Mark Webb, the director, because he did the first one and this one is, to me, one of the things that they did really good, I think, or well, in the first trilogy. And we're going to compare this trilogy, this series, to the last one, because we kind of have to, because they're so recent, is that in that movie, we care about Harry Osborn, because he's a nice dude to start off with, and he's Harry's legitimate best friend. We're supposed to believe that this guy, who we have never seen before, is supposed to be Peter's long-lost long best friend? I mean... That's the that corny. Am I wrong? I mean, isn't that? Aren't they best friends? Uh, no. 
it's kind of hard to say because, in all honesty, Spider-Man doesn't have best friends. But Peter Parker does. True, true. Uh, sorry, you're right. Um, I don't know. My my problem is you're you're right. It just comes out of nowhere, and you can't really, um, you really can't buy the friendship. And it's also kind of weird. Seems forced anyway in the movie. Mm-hmm. But um, you're really not going to. Uh, it's comic book wise, you'll see things, but um, I guess in my mind, I don't, I never saw uh, Harry Osborn as you know such a big impact on his life. And so I guess, I don't know, maybe I'm just able to just overlook it, but it, I guess maybe I shouldn't. Um, Uh-oh. And you're right, the first. The, <laughs> you stealing power from the trains again? You know what? I got windows shut, <laughs> and I'm in a different part of the house. I, I don't understand. It, it is what it is. Sound travels. It's a, it's a loud train. It doesn't matter. It's funny. Oh, um, oh sorry. Back to, back yeah. to the point. Um, this Harry's just bad. His entrance and everything else—you could almost do this movie without, without yeah. this Harry. Yeah, my 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 issue is that I wish that they would have had the foresight to introduce him in the last movie. You don't have to make the, the the relationship that like they had with Peter and Harry in the first trilogy, where he's in, you know, more than half of the movie. I mean, he's in a mm-hmm. lot of the movie. You could have had him in there just in, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are other ways to to show the relationship in the first movie that would have been really easy without even having the actor on set ever. Like, have a random picture of the two of them as young kids, you know, or younger or whatever, hanging on the wall. Or have his uncle make reference to him saying, like, say, there's other ways to we, we can establish this relationship so that when we see him in this movie, we care about him. We don't care about this rich kid. We don't. Um, even the actor who's playing him, he kind of looks like a douche. You know, I, that's one of the things I like about James Franco. He just looks like a likable dude. You know, you just kind of yeah. want to go drink a beer with him. Yeah, and this um, guy, it was almost like they cast him because he looks like a goblin. He does. He looks creepy. I yeah. mean, if he was dressed up in a suit walking down the street, I'm walking the other way because I'm thinking he's got a you know a, a, a knife. knife or yeah or some yeah. means of of harm to me. So again. I, I, I want to nitpick this movie because that's kind of what we're, we're to do here. Um, but I don't want to make it, you know, nitpick this movie to the point that it, it sounds like we all hated it. Because for for the most part, I actually had a good time with this movie. Um, and I think that they did some things well. So I want to talk about some things good for a second before we dive in back to the things that really... Actually, be, before we uh, jump on, okay. um, I would like to say I would have rather... Actually, how about this? Counter offer to your... Uh, Introduce Harry uh, subconsciously in the first movie. Sure. Just let Norman Osborn be the Green Goblin again, because it makes so much more sense. Um, story-wise, just let it be. Well, let him get well. Let him, you know, get better. Let him take the Goblin gas, and it makes him better. And then he becomes a Goblin. You know, you could have done that. I think the, the reason why yeah. they didn't know because they did that in the first one, and they didn't want to, to copy the Sam Raimi one. Yeah, we wanted to see something different. Yeah, you know, you know, what I'm saying like, hence the, hence the yeah, Hob I mean, I get what you're saying. I know you want to make it a different movie, but well, yeah. they don't call him the Hobgoblin. In fact, he's actually credited as the Green Goblin. Yeah. Oh, really? So, may, yeah. may I ask yeah, a, a a canon-ish question? Mm-hmm. Sure. In the in the comic books, like, are is there a difference between? Like, I've never read the comic books, so let me preface this and 
and I'm not really all that up on my on my superhero uh, films for that matter. But are are the Green Goblin and the Hobgoblin are they one and the same? Or are they different people? They're, they are completely different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, that please explain. No Osborne actually becomes uh, the Hobgoblin. Uh, no. Contrary to, um, well, no, eh, kind of. It depends uh, on which universe comic book series you're reading. Yeah, like in the ultimate, the ultimate Spider-Man, I think it is Harry. Or, or, yeah, yeah, we're getting into real good nerddom here. That I'm actually uh, <laughs> out of my uh, most of my Spider-Man knowledge, I based from the cartoon. Um, just because that's what was available, I didn't read the comic book either. Corny, you obviously did. In the cartoon, it is Harry, right? It starts off as someone else, and then it becomes Harry. Yeah, but he literally physically changes like in this movie. He physically becomes a hobgoblin and drives around on the, on the glider and throws pumpkin bombs. The The Green Goblin is just super strong dude in a mask like William Defoe was in the first Spider-Man movie. Um, he doesn't... He physically changed because he's stronger and smarter and, and psych, you know, psychotic, but he, literally, he just wears a mask. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of how, like in the Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, and they made Harry the quote-unquote Hobgoblin in the third movie, they didn't physically change his appearance. They just gave him the Green Goblin stuff. Without the mask, you know. So, But this one, they physically changed his appearance. They made him actually look like a goblin, um, which I was fine with. Um, There's actually a deleted scene where there's more of his transformation that's actually pretty gruesome. Uh, there's a lot that they actually cut out of the last four or five minutes of the movie um, because they were afraid that it would make the movie a rated R. The, mm, like wow. the, the fight scene between the Spider-Man and the Goblin is like four minutes longer, but it was so violent they were afraid that it would give it an R rating. See, I want that. I want to see that. I kind of did too. Um, and there's a huge... Um, I'm, let's, let's go there. Uh, Corny, are you good? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if you were still... Let's go there for a second. I have on my notes here, if you guys want to join on my notes, you can. I have a link here to uh, change.org. It is a petition to Mark Webb <laughs> to create, a when the Blu-ray comes out, the a director's cut a, a director's cut that has all this stuff that they cut out of the movie. Yep. I signed that this morning, actually. Um, <laughs> there's a huge following, and we're not the only four nerds that are a little upset about why they change stuff from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, the the bit they even went so far as to change some of the CGI from the trailer. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the trailer that I I, I took some audio clips from one the 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 trailer, and uh, there's a scene where he's getting ready to hit the the rhino with the manhole cover. He's mm-hmm. physically holding the manhole like a frisbee, and he smacks into him. In the movie, he's got the manhole <laughs> cover with his web, and he's using it like um. Uh, like a sling, you know, like you would sling. It's just little things like that. And I thought, why would you change that? Like, if you're going to put it in one, why not put it in the other or whatever? It's little stuff like that. Because those nerds, we pay attention to the to the details. Uh, so, so anyway, but the basic concept of the movie is 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 simply this: is that Max, because um, we didn't really talk about this part yet. Max, um, what's his name? Jamie Fox. He's uh, that. He's that electro. Yeah, he's that t- that trope. He's a trope. He's he's not only the nerd trope. He's the nerd no one pays attention to trope. He or the invisible nerd. 
He's also the the uh, douchebag boss from Inglorious Bastards. Um, pushes him around, <laughs> nerd, and we're gonna make you work on a on your birthday dangerous thing. Like he is, he's a cartoon character. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, he literally. Yeah, he's he's literally the, the the same type of bad guy you would see in the uh, '90s Spider-Man cartoon, right? Exactly. And and so he, um, he, he actually is. Where, is what is Sam? I was going to say where where I thought that you know the Lizard Man from the first one here or the second first one, I guess I should say, um, was <laughs> cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the cartoony aspect of this one for yeah. me. It was a little over the top, a little silly. If you might say, yeah. um, and and I guess maybe because my my inclinations head towards the Nolan type of dark telling of these stories, um, I just that, another thing that kind of turned me off uh, to the movie and is it's just silly. You can you can make the him that trope. You can make him everything in that trope, but don't play it to the nth degree, which is what they did, in my opinion. You know, yeah. I mean, Jamie Foxx, his sister, I read this in the trivia, his sister is his hairstylist and he, and, and makeup. And he said, I want to be the first black man with a comb over. I mean, he literally said that. And, and, <laughs> and like, it was a funny gag when Spider-Man saves his life and then he tells him to lick his hand so he could straighten his hair. Like, it's a funny gag. And this movie had a lot of those funny moments, but it was just one of those things like, like really, like we, like not only is he that total trope that you know the invisible nerd, but we have to make him look terrible. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. we have to make him. So I just, I, I don't know. It's the, this again. It's the little things. Spider Man saves his life. He ends up defeating the Rhino, which is just Paul Giamatti as this crazy Russian dude with a machine gun, and and then and so Max then is like, oh, I'm all happy. I'm all happy. And then he falls into a giant bat of electric eels and turns into Electro somehow. And then he goes out into the public. And like any typical monster movie, people don't know what he is. So they shoot first and ask questions later, which really pisses him off. And, and that gets me to one of my next kind of things I want to talk about with the movie. Is the motivation of the bad guys in this movie just seems kind of off to me. Yeah. Um. So track with me. Most people always say that they hated the original Spider-Man because they hated Tobey Maguire. Okay, fine. But in my opinion, the the Green Goblin, his motivation, I totally get. He gets angry because the the formula, quote-unquote, isn't right. He takes the formula. Now he's a little psychotic. The board wants to, to lock him out. Fine, I'll kill the board. It's my company, and I'm going to kill the competition. The only thing that keeps that stops him from doing completing his mission is Spider-Man. So now I got to take out Spider-Man so I can achieve my ultimate goal of making Oscorp the greatest and biggest and baddest and most powerful company ever. To me, that ju- that that totally justifiable. I get his motivation, but Electro just because he's what Bane. he's he just got what he got a life sucks for him. Now he has all this power, but I don't understand what he why he all he goes from worshiping. Worshipping Spider-Man to instantly hating him. <laughs> I mean, just like on a, flip, a turn of a dime or a flip of a switch or whatever. Did you do there? Jeez, I didn't mean to. It was a light bulb moment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> nice. Or a lightning bolt or something. <laughs> yeah. But it was still a cool scene, and I liked the moment. 
But again, I kept thinking, why did, why did he flip so quickly? I just thought it was strange. But they, they kept true to the character the whole movie, toward, to the, even to the point where he's be- losing his mind and he's in water prison with that crazy psychopath doctor who was also a cartoon character. We are going to operate on you. Like, <laughs> really? You have to use that weird voice? And that guy was, um, what was his name? He was Dakar in uh, uh, Timeline. Yeah. How weird Martin is Zuckus. that? Yeah, how weird is that, right? With that stupid accent. God, more bad accents. And he had <laughs> lipstick, by the way. That, that... Yeah, and I, I thought it was weird that the lightning fixed the gap in his teeth. And um, <laughs> why did it do that? Like, why have the gap? Just that made no sense. I just thought it was dumb. Anyway. <laughs> um, then So then when later on, when he's able, quote unquote, rescued from the prison... The, the guy who rescues him, I'll get into a second, is like, I need you. He goes, oh, he, he still needs that validation. He's like, oh, you need me? Okay. And I just, again, I just thought it was kind of strange. So so then we get to the big, the big battle. Spider-Man defeats him in a really cool scene with the um, the web and the car and the pole and the lightning. I thought it was actually really cool. Then, then we move on. He meets Harry. Harry's dying. His dad dies. Or so we are led to believe. Dun, dun, dun. There's another thing that they they cut out of the movie. I don't know. Have you guys seen the head in the jar? No, I don't. No, think... corny. I did not actually. Okay, so there is an actual trailer out there that has a clip of the man in the hat who's walking in the basement of Oscorp, and we as he walks by, we see all the other, you know, the, the octopus arms and the glider yeah. and, and crap. There's a scene when he's walking away in the background. There's it's only on screen for one second, literally, is a scene with Harry Osborne, uh, with um, Norman oh, no. Osborne's head in a jar in a cryo jar. Huh. So the idea is that when he, because when he dies, if you notice when you go, when the scene when Harry when Norman dies, they're in there cleaning up. This woman scans him. She only scans his head. Did you guys notice that? She uses that green laser and scans his face or whatever. I didn't notice that was just the face. Yeah. But I didn't notice, notice the scan. So so there's this, again, something that was cut from the movie that's supposed to possibly lead, lead us to believe that he's going to come back in some way. That when the technology catches up, he's able to come back and and be something. We don't know. Obviously, we don't know what that's going to be yet. But that's, uh, so again, something else that was just, that would have been a cool end credit scene instead of the freaking X-Men thing. Yeah. Which I found out, which I found out why. I'll read that in a minute. So anyway, so Harry and, and what's his name? Uh, Peter reconnect. They go on their, 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 um, their mandate, as I call it. Yeah. I had another term for it. Their uh, bromantic afternoon. (laughs) Skipping rocks and. And holding hands and eating ice cream from each other. It was, it was a little silly. It really was. Um, yeah. Especially since you, you have no vested interest in this relationship. Right. It, it's just, it was forced. It, it really did feel forced. Was, like, that a, was that a montage of them hanging out? Was it, was it a... Can no, I hit, can it, I hit the, it was a... No. no. Okay, okay I, I won't hit the button then. Fine. <laughs> you were close though. I was. I was millimeters away from the button. <laughs> um, okay, millimeters. Anyway. Where are we? Europe? <laughs> Sorry, uh, Can- I like it. Canada, um, Canada, Canada. They uh, so anyway. So they so then Harry says, "Hey, I'm dying," 
and you take pictures for Spider-Man, so obviously you know who he is. I don't know why people keep making that assumption. That seems strange. Oh, that's a that's a thing that happens always. And uh, Peter Parker actually gets in a lot of trouble in comics, just because you can get to Spider-Man. Yeah, you should, you know, that kind of thing. So oh, it happens yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah, it does in the second movie. You know, I yeah. need to, how do I find Spider-Man? Go find Peter Parker. He takes pictures of him, so clearly he knows where he hangs out. Well. Clearly. If you if if you're if you're just guy, what can figure that out real quick? Why haven't the police ever come knocking on his door? Maybe the police don't really <laughs> want to know who Spider Man. Well, sometimes in the comic books they do, and sometimes they don't. It just depends on the day, right? <laughs> um, in this movie, the the cops and the and Spider Man are buddy buddy, but like in the first movie, in the in the Tobey Maguire one, like there's this whole strange thing going on, but. Anyway, uh, it's an interesting relationship. So, sorry, I'm just... <laughs> you almost sound... You're sounding like you're talking yourself down from this one. You know, I, and I'm trying not to. I'm basically just going through the plot synopsis. So, um, I know this is... I'm trying to cram it down. To basically, what happens is, is Harry Osborne goes crazy. He frees Electro from prison. Uh, Electro gets a magic blue suit that now can disappear along with him, which is weird. And then, yes. yeah, and then it's that convenience, it's that convenience, uh, convenience factor, wardrobe. yeah, yeah, the convenient wardrobe. And so Peter has to then go defeat Electro because he's taken all the power. So again, Harry makes a bargain with Electro that doesn't make sense. I'll free you, and then help me do this thing, and then you can have all the power you want. To me, Electro just says okay, and then once he's freed, he just leaves him alone. There's yeah. no, no thieves, no, no honor amongst thieves, but so fine. You're going to go help him kill uh, Guy. Here's our other Marvel connector, um, Calm, Calm Fior. He was the he played King Laffy in Thor. How about that? Hmm. The kind of the douchebag CEO, whatever of uh, Oscorp. Yeah. Oh. He played King Laffy in Thor. How weird is that, right? Anyway, so. Uh, he goes and he, he kills him and then he restarts his heart. I thought that was actually pretty cool. And then he gives him the glider. Yeah. And then and then that then once again we have another scene that was cut from the movie, that where the Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, whatever the hell you want to call him, Harry makes a transformation and actually attacks Oscorp. He literally goes to Oscorp and attacks oh, yeah, it. Right. And Felicity Day, Felicia Day, whatever the character name is, I can't remember. Fel- uh, Felicia. They Just act, Felicia. Felicia. They're supposed to have a relationship, and they cut that from the movie. They actually have a legitimate relationship because in the movie she says, How oh, long was this movie going to be? Well, it was already the longest-running movie as it was, or already is. Wow. But they were supposed to have a, a real relationship, and then when he turns goblin and he attacks Oscorp, she's the one there to basically tell him where... Or something, or how to get the... Because she's the one that told him where the glider was, right? Or something like that? I yeah. can't remember. She, she she was part of it. How What what did she do? Well, she was... Uh, she said there's, there's Norman, secrets. She was, yeah. she was Norman Osborn, uh, Osborne's uh, personal secretary. Right. So she knew everything. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. So they had actually more... So like when he turns Green Goblin, she's like she's still in love with him. Doesn't she eventually become like the Black Cat or something? Yeah, I, I think they were trying to set that up, but that's kind of weird that, uh, yeah, it, well, that's what she's supposed to be, but. Whatever. Uh, she's a cat burglar, basically what she is. You know, she's like the Anne Hathaway in the third Batman. You know, she's just a Actually, cat burglar. Actually, 
would would you be surprised to know that uh, the Black Cat actually has um, uh, an, a version of the uh, Super Soldier formula? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, how is that not copyright infringement? What? Black Cat, Catwoman. It's two different things. <laughs> they did kind of different things. I mean... But they were still cat women. It's like Quicksilver <laughs> and the Flash. I mean, you know, they're they're the same hero, but they they have different names. Mm. So, anyway, uh, you know, Iron Man, Batman, you know, they're the same character basically. Uh, so, Iron Man can fly though. So can Batman. With the bat, Not, with the bat jet. With the bat jet. <laughs> Iron Man has to use a suit too. <laughs> He's just a mechanic. That's what he says. Anyway. So, so, and then the movie, so then we have the epic battle between Electro and Spider-Man, and some cool trivia, uh, the columns that represent the energy towers, whatever, when Electro is bouncing back and forth, they create tones, and um, Hans Zimmer did the music for this movie, which is weird, because James Horner did the, movie, the music for the last movie, it's strange that you would change composers in between, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, and Pharrell Williams, Pharrell, you know, happy, yeah. real happy, he was also part of the music in this, and another uh, another DJ. And I mentioned in our other podcast, the uh, the soundtrack, uh, Zimmer really likes his techno music, and it comes out a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. So when he's when they're stri- striking the when Electro is bouncing back and forth between the towers, it it's literally the tonal chords for Itsy Bitsy Spider. Huh. So, really? Yeah. I That's can't hilarious. believe I didn't notice that. Well, That's... I mean, we're, we're, we're engrossed, engrossed so much in what's happening, but if I bet you if you closed your eyes and listened, you'd probably hear it. Um, and I obviously can't play that clip uh, for you. but Interesting. Next, yeah, so when it comes out on Blu-ray, then you have to listen for it. And I think I have to sneeze. Okay. <laughs> uh, so... This sneeze is brought to you yeah. by Yeah, okay, sorry, allergies. I'm good. I'm good, <laughs> sorry. No, I don't have allergies, it's weird. Um, they suck. Yeah, so then we have the epic battle between him and Electro, and he uses a bunch of you know, water. No, then he, he, he overloads him, which is I think is a thing in the comic book. He ends up overloading him, and he basically blows up uh, like any normal circuit would. And then, then the Green Goblin shows up, and uh, obviously um, Gwen is there. Of course she's there. Yep. And... The goblin, you know, puts her in this perilous situation and it comes down to they're in this cool clock where they were filming and she's hanging on by one of the Spider-Man's whatever. And the the clock breaks the the web and Spider-Man is fighting with the goblin and he kicks him off him and he shoots the web down and she falls down about like a hundred feet, if not more. And Spider-Man catches her a foot off the ground and the impact of the web stopping her breaks her neck and she dies. I so, thought her, her her head actually hit the ground. I think it's no, just the, uh, uh, the, the the sudden impact stop. You know, yeah, it's, you know. that's an homage to uh, um, I think Spider Man number one twenty five, Amazing Spider Man number twenty five, and um, the initial the original scene. Uh, okay, so remember the first Spider Man movie mm-hmm. where the Green Goblin has the, the sadistic kids. choice, yeah. The sadistic choice. Mm-hmm. In the comic book, the sadistic choice was actually done over the span of the city. So Spider-Man goes to save, uh, I forget who, on one side of the city. He arrives at uh, either the George Washington Bridge or some other bridge. They, they, basically, we're never really sure what it is in the in the comic because it looks like one bridge, but they give the name of another. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he, he when he shows up, she is falling. And so he does the web thing and he catches her. 
in the comic book, it actually shows that when he catches her, it does the snap sound. It shows the snap, mm-hmm. uh, indicating that neck was he broken. did actually break her neck by catching her. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, for a while, didn't know if he did it, if she was already dead prior to him getting there. So he was very torn up about Obviously, he's torn up about it anyway, but he was never sure. Um, he thought he did it, and people weren't sure. And then eventually the editor um, said, no, no, he broke her neck. Yeah, he, it was him. It was yeah. him, so... And, and but she would have died anyway, regardless, in the movie. Right, she was going to die. die. Yes. I really thought that that was a very beautiful shot, though, of mm-hmm. the web actually turning into what looked like a hand going to yeah. try, to try save and her. save her. Yeah. And no, it was, that, that scene was very well done. There's, I have very little issues with the ending. Um, the, one of the scenes that was edited and cut was that the Green Goblin actually cuts the web that she's holding onto, which causes Peter to have to shoot the second web to catch her, as opposed to the gear cutting everything. Uh, the Goblin, it does it. So it actually makes more of the responsibility less on Peter and more on the Goblin for her death. And the director wanted it to be more on Spider-Man because it more, it's more of an impact. I mean, he still ultimately, quote-unquote, kills her. But if the Goblin cuts the web, then, you know, like we can, he can take some of the the guilt off himself. There's another scene that they cut or that they changed where the goblin is actually not unconscious when she dies. He's, they actually filmed this where uh, the goblin is literally still like he's pinned underneath a bunch of debris, but he's laugh, pointing and laughing that she's dead. And he's literally laughing like, ha ha, uh, you, know, you lost the love of your life. I lost. Like Joker style. Yeah, very, very yeah. sinister. And again, they cut Jeez. it out because they thought it was too evil too much yeah i could see that and, yeah, yeah and i'm, and I'm kind of glad that they didn't because that would have been it would have ruined the moment and you would have just Im- immediately you already hate the character but then you would have just uh anyway and then there was another scene that they cut after that it was basically spider-man's Holy reaction cow. yeah spider-man's reaction is then to climb up there and beat, beat him almost to death um, there was another scene that they filmed, but obviously didn't choose, where the Green Goblin kills her with his bare hands, where he snaps her neck. But they thought it was too violent. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad they didn't do that. They had it. I mean, they used the perfect opportunity to to do you know do an iconic scene from uh, Spider-Man's history, and it, do it tastefully. I, 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 you know what? I'll be honest with you. Had they actually let Green Goblin kill yeah, her, it would have been. I would have. This movie would have been terrible. It would have been. It would have been way worse, and that's why they obviously didn't do it that way. They wanted to keep the homage to the comic book to that particular. To the, Corny, you'll like this. They went so far as to make homage to that particular issue that you're talking about. That the outfit that Emma Watts, Emma Stone is wearing is the it's same. Exact, the, yeah, same, same one from the comic book. I, I noticed that. As a matter yeah. of fact, when um, they're doing the fight scene, uh, I'm, I'm looking at the the scene. I'm like, oh, oh no, she's wearing the clothes that she dies in. Yeah, is that purple? And I was like, I knew it was going to happen, but I was like, yeah. oh, I mean, she's wearing those clothes. She's going to die. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the the biggest spoiler of the night is that the, she dies and, um, and then, <clears throat> yeah, pretty 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 terribly. And then at the end. Um, the goblin goes to jail naturally, and of course he can have visitors just come and go. And um, <laughs> the he has rights, you know. This this guy shows up who we don't know who he is. The guy in the hat. Uh, he says, "We, I want to release, you know, I want to get a small team together to go after Spider Man." So this is obviously building up for the Sinister Six. And he says, "Well, what do you want to do first? And he says, "Let's just take this one dude," and he gives him the Rhino suit. 
And we get this really cool moment. To me, I thought it was really cool where the little kid goes out because Spider-Man's been missing for like three months because he's still sad that Gwen died. So this little kid dressed up like Spider-Man goes to fight the rhino. And then the actual Spider-Man shows up and takes care of business, and which I thought was a really cool way to kind of to show the resilience of the character. So they did, to me, some really good character development for him, but it was in the last minute of the movie. Yeah. Um, so, so, th- so that's the, basically the synopsis. I basically just that, that's the whole movie in basically forty minutes of, of, of showtime. Some notes that I did want to talk about is Spider-Man had a new suit in this one compared to the last movie, the Amazing Spider-Man yeah. One. Um, the, there, there's there's uh, there's rumors because obviously the, his his super skills include sewing. There, there's actually and needlecraft. <laughs> there's actually oddly <laughs> enough, you, you say that as a joke. Um, there's actually people online that think, and the director has leaked that the reason why his suit changed is because um, his girlfriend Gwen didn't like his last suit, and she made him change it. And she's she was the one that physically sewed it and stuff like that. Um, and to the point that Andrew Garfield in an interview actually mentioned that and she got real mad and she was like, what are you trying to say? Because girls have to sew and she like, you know, they're, cause they're dating in real life. And so she called him out. It was pretty funny. Uh, I still like the fact that he's kind of a smart ass. Um, even, even to, you know, to the bad guys and to everybody. I just, I like that. I still, he's, he's still kind of a, he's not, I don't know. He's not arrogant cause that's certainly not what he is, but he's just kind of this. I don't know, just this clever little sarcastic dude, and I like that. Um, how and about? For, oh, go ahead. You're gonna love this, okay? Did oh, you wow. know? Oh, you all will love this. Mainly Corny and Chad. Now, well, Sam, you like this too, but I think Corny and Chad will get the better, better kick out of this. Did you know that there is an Army of Darkness connection in this movie? By your silence, I mean I guess that means no. Um, no, I'm actually I'm trying to think. I'm, like, I'm trying to that? think. Okay. And prepare, I'm not coming up with anything. Prepare to have your mind blown. The woman that plays Peter Parker's mom, Mary Parker, um, <laughs> Mary Parker, her Imbeth. real name is Embeth Davids. She played Sheila from Army of Darkness. <laughs> nice. Sheila. There you go. Yes. So when I was looking through the credits, I was like, holy crap. That's what it is. Trivia. Let's talk about some quick trivia, and then if we have any more other issues we want to talk about, we can do that, but I think we might get there through some of the trivia. The film's mid-credits scenes teases X-Men Days of Future Past, produced by 20th Century Fox, while The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is produced by Sony Columbia Pictures. This is because director Mark Webb has a contract with Fox to make another film for them after the first Amazing Spider-Man movie, but instead of doing so, signed on to do The Amazing Spider-Man 2. This was allowed by Fox if Sony agreed to promote their next X-Men movie for free. <laughs> That's so stupid. Right? It, you know, that is just petty. Hollywood is you can so have your movie, but you got to do this. I'm taking my movie and I'm going home. Right. Chris Cooper, who played Norman Osborn in the, first, in the second film, was considered for the role of Doc Ock in the second film of the Sam Raimi series. I kind of would have liked to have seen that, but I thought yeah, I could have seen I that. thought yeah. Molina did a fine job. Oh, actually, I, I, I've said before that um, Afro Molina as uh, Otto Octavius, um, mm-hmm. I, I thought made a great Otto Octavius yeah, uh, as an older Octo- Otto Octavius. You yeah, know? I, I thought he was too. I, 
I want to I want to get to it in a minute, um, and we'll actually we'll get to that later. We'll talk about it later. Sorry, Felicity Jones' role was significantly cut down due to time constraints. In an interview, Jones stated that she would be an ally to Harry Osborn, Green Goblin, and at one point she even let slip that she was playing the Goblin's girlfriend. Though a small scene showing her uh, alliance with Harry was in the final cut, scenes that implied that there were romantic feelings between the two characters were cut from the film. Jane Levy. Th- don't all right, guys. Don't throw up on your microphones, okay? You ready for this? Yep. <laughs> Jane Levy and Kristen Stewart were both considered for the role of Mary Jane. <laughs> Could Kristen I, Stewart? That'd be hilarious. I would have walked out of the theater if they would have had Kristen. <laughs> actually, I wouldn't have gone if Kristen Stewart would have anything to do with the Spider-Man franchise. She would kill single-handedly kill the franchise. She hey, Mary Jane. Are are you upset? No, I'm smiling. No, we can't no, tell not. because you're you okay. You, I mean, you never emote. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. <sighs> okay, jeez. According to the actors, the original Goblin versus <laughs> Spider-Man fight was longer and more violent, but had to be cut down to keep the PG-13 rating. Uh, PG-13 rating. Uh, we talked about that. Things yeah. that were cut include a scene where the Goblin is conscious when Gwen dies and laughs at Peter as he cries over Gwen's body, and a scene I where I really want—I really want to see this this director's uh, Peter almost beats the Goblin to death after Gwen is killed. Despite oh. Gwen Stacy dying in the film, Emma Stone is signed on to do at least two more films. Huh. Right? In flashbacks. That's I, yeah. I guess I don't know. I mean, maybe they make her a zombie or something. Several scenes, including Dane DeHaan, the goblin, were cut due to disturbing and intense nature of the scenes, including Harry drinking and speeding while the girl he is on a date with begs him to slow down, an extended version of Harry's transformation into the Green Goblin, including his teeth Ah. growing and shattering and his his nails growing into claws, the Green Goblin showing himself to Felicia, who is in the building during the transformation and sparing her life. In this scene, the goblin kills Minken, who is the uh, douchebag, Mc, douchebag, um, uh, bald man, McGillicuddy, what's his name? You know, Colin Fior, uh, and okay. proceeds to destroy the Oscorp building. Goblin cutting the web that Gwen is holding onto, which leads to her death. Alternate versions of Gwen's death also include the goblin fatality st- fatally stabbing her and breaking her neck with his bare hands. Wow. Right. So uh, Webb has got a dark side yeah, to him, doesn't he? a few things. But when, some of those things I'd like to see in a, a – gosh, yeah. imagine if there was a rated R Spider-Man. Uh, wow. Well, there's a rated R Daredevil. I mean, it can happen. Yeah. But usually, you know, the Spider-Man's not known for that kind of a thing, you know. No. Daredevil, no, Daredevil is, you know. I mean, yeah. so – and obviously Blade and the Punisher, like those are the – Yeah, those are the – The dark – What is Corn, you know what they're called? There's literally that group – in the Marvel Universe, they're not called the Dark Knights. They're called something, but it's the it's those people that are willing to kill people and they don't care. Like like oh, uh, Daredevil and the Punisher. You know, like they kill people and they and Blade. Like they don't care. I forget. I don't think they do. They have exact. Do they have a name? I like thought that they distinct? were. There was a. Uh, I thought they were called the Dark Knights. Like not like not like they're a, a team that goes together and calling themselves that. But I thought that they. Or kind of known as the dark something of the the Marvel universe. It doesn't matter. Uh, if you're a nerd out there and you know the answers, shoot us an email. Mm, me. Yeah. When when Spider Man and Electro fling one another at the climactic fight, Jurassic Park is. <laughs> wow. 
this what is, was the rest of the sentence there? there during the climactic fight, uh, the heavy bass version of Itsy Bitsy Spider can be heard when the electric nodes are hit. Jesus, I hate you. Um, <laughs> so you'll read everything on a teleprompter, huh? Well... I wrote the teleprompter, so I mean it, it's pretty safe to assume. I gotta change the password. <laughs> During the act, towards the end of the feature, a police car is shot with a scene that can be seen with the car number one seven zero one, which is the registration of the Star Trek USS Enterprise or Star Trek's USS Winky Enterprise. I don't, I don't think so, because the writers and producers of this film were our Star Trek connection, Robert Orsi and Alex Kurtzman who are big into the sci-fi world. They also wrote Fringe and Sleepy Hollow, and they were writers and, I think, producers of Iron Man 3. And I think as of maybe yesterday or the day before, Robert Orsi has been uh, announced as the director for Star Trek 3. So it'll be kind of, I think it's actually will be like his directorial debut because Kurtzman's going to be working on Spider-Man 3. So... Uh, Robert Orsi, who's kind of the king of the nerds right now, uh, is going to get to direct Star Trek Three with J.J. Uh, Abrams' uh, leadership. So I'm really looking forward to that. It'll be cool. Anyway, so there's your Star Trek stuff. So, um, we don't care. Uh, I think some people actually do, Sam. <laughs> Just because you have no soul, that doesn't mean that people don't care. I'm not uh, the one with red hair. That doesn't Uh-oh. mean anything. Oh, easy, easy. I've got uh, red hair. I have some clips. You want to hear okay, some? No you want to hear, hear some clips? I do. Sure. Okay, here we go. Uh... What happened to your face? It's filthy. I was cleaning the chimney. We have no chimney. What? What? <laughs> what? I just thought that was funny. So some of the things that I did like in this movie, it was witty, and it had these kind of funny moments, you know? You can't do the laundry. The last time you did the laundry, you turned everything red and blue. Well, I was washing the American flag. No mm. one washes the American flag. What are you, the laundry police? Like, that banter was fun to me. And I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, some people didn't like it. They were complaining online that they didn't like it. But there's trolls all over the internet and whatever. I thought it was fine. Um, See, that, when people who say that, I'm thinking to myself, you, you obviously have no you, – you've never read a Spider-Man comic book and understood that, you know, uh, they're just – you know, every time he's fighting, he's talking about something, talking about what he's going to do. and Right. You know. You know, he's talking to the bad guy. You miss me, but next time you might want to try aiming a little bit to the, you know, you know that kind of thing. And yeah, um, there are even instances where he <laughs> he's kind of around the Avengers, and you get the, you know, several people. Actually, Wolverine uh, almost hates Spider Man. Yeah, he does because he's such a nice dude. <laughs> he runs his mouth all the time. Like there, there are several um, little scenes here and there where. It's, uh, Wolverine actually says, "Shut the hell up, please. Just, just shut he's, up." He's he's like that basketball player that talks trash, but he talks clean trash, and it just pisses you off. <laughs> hey, that was a good rebound, a good job, and you're like, "Shut up!" You know, he's that guy. You know, there's there's a couple of NFL players that are like that. I can't think of any right now, but there was. I remember them talking. You know, the guys talking about how. Um, there's a couple NFL players out there that just that are just nice dudes, and they always they talk trash, but they're always like like stupid polite, and it just pisses people off. Like JJ Watt from the Houston Texans, I think is like that. Like he'll get a sack and be like, "Don't worry, you know, I won't get you next time. Your line will block me next time." You know, like just to rub it in. That's the way <laughs> Spider Man is. And so I like that kind of stuff. You know, I like that. I thought that was fun. Um, 
there's always that banter, and I like that. So I, the movie was fun. It had some really funny moments. Um, we also had, uh, uh, let's see, I played this at the beginning, right? Yeah. I also captured this because I wanted to remind people of what was not in the movie. Oscorp, get you under surveillance. Why isn't that the question of the day? Why wasn't it in the movie? Yeah. Isn't that the question yeah. of the day? Um, <laughs> I mentioned earlier about the that the music kind of had a had a techno feel to it, and um, there's moments when Electro is doing his thing. And I know you guys noticed it because we're all nerds and we notice these types of things. Did you notice that the there were that there was words in the background of the music? No. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, the, the, whenever like, I hate Spider Man or something like that. Right. Kind of reminded me a little bit about the the Batman song in the Lego Movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. right. Well, they're, I mean, they, they they finally get in. They're saved by the Batmobile and they're driving. Yeah. Right, and he starts singing the. No, you're. I right. have no parents. parents. <laughs> right, though for a diff- completely different effect. Well, yeah. I thought yeah, it was. No, I, I heard the. I heard the. Yeah, the and that's, I thought actually, I thought that was kind of cool. I, I did too. It was very unique, and and that's why Pharrell was there was to to lend words. So I captured this is actually in the trailer, which I was actually very excited for. It's, the clip is kind of long, but. It, it it shows what I'm talking about, and this happened probably three times in the movie. I know that was a long clip, but you know that that driving with the words going on? I actually kind of liked it. I thought it was really cool. And it kind of helps sell that Max's mental state is a little off. Because in my mind, that's what he's hearing. You guys still with me? Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh. It just got really sad all of a sudden. I was yeah. like, oh no, Electro's come here and shut down everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> but you know, like to me, that's what I'm that's what he's hearing. In his mind, over and over again, that's that's what's happening in his mind is that. And now that he controls electricity, which includes, you know, the audio of some <laughs> things around him, I would guess, I could see that happen. Everything's now electric synthesized, right? So I liked it, and I also damn the eighties, yeah. damn the eighties. I, I did like how they uh, <laughs> they kind of changed his voice, how he went from just normal, my name is Max, to when they do that weird modulating thing like he sounds like he's talking yes. to a, like a like he's talking to a fan a fan yeah yeah I, I thought that was actually pretty cool so uh is that all i have yeah that's all i have so uh, but i actually like the music so good job Hans zimmer way to go making another movie really good with your weird techno stuff but yes. the only thing that i didn't notice though was the kind of the quote-unquote theme from the first movie that james horner wrote 
Um, but then again, there really isn't a theme in that movie. Um, I just thought that was kind of strange. Because the, the, at least the first three Spider-Man movies, there's kind of a theme, you know, a little bit. The Danny Elfman. Uh, but I'm obviously a fan of Danny Elfman. Yeah. Another, another interesting bit of news about this movie. Yeah. Um, and talk about timely. I just pulled this up on uh, my news site. Uh, Max Landis. Does anybody know who he is? Max Landis. No. Oh, he's uh, he's uh, Bob Landis's kid. Is he Bob's? <laughs> is he Richard's uncle? I think. Anyway, what? Anyway, um, the article is about uh, Max Landis says Spider Man is back with Marvel Studios. What? Yeah. Um, writer of Chronicle. Oh, okay, that's right. Max Landis, writer of Chronicle. He's uh, isn't he doing a couple new movies? He's the one that wrote and directed Chronicle, yeah, the superhero origin movie. And um, he wrote a few few hours ago, crazy about Marvel getting Spider Man back. And then a few seconds later, he followed. There's a chance I wasn't supposed to tweet that. And then a little bit after that, it says, "Haha, five now, five months from now, this is all going to be real interesting." Really. So that might be some interesting (laughs) breaking news. If it's true, you know, there's a lot of money at stake. But Spider-Man 2 got beat this weekend. The second weekend it's out, it got beat by, uh, oh, what the heck, uh, the the comedy, um, Neighbors. Really? So it it didn't do real well at the theater the second weekend. So I don't know. You know, and, and... and we'll get to this when we start doing our, our our ratings, but you know there is a chance that Spider-Man might have a little bit of uh, fatigue to it. You know, people just maybe aren't finding it as an in, interesting. And well, I think you know, people want from from all the, the the what I can gather, I, people love Spider-Man. He's one of the most beloved yeah. comic book characters ever because he's an everyday dude and 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 whatever. Um, so far, this movie has grossed, by the way, 148 million. Yeah, on a 200 million dollar budget. So they're almost there after two. And months, they'll get so. there. They'll get there. It'll be 500, 600. You know, uh, I don't know if it'll done. make that much, but it'll it'll make 300. I think. I don't know if it's going to make. 500. Well, with foreign box office, it, it'll definitely no. get up there. Uh, but but I, I think know, what people want is I think people just want to see him team up with the Avengers. That's yeah. what people want. You put Spider Man with the in the Avengers three. That movie makes a billion dollars in two weeks. I'm saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and with Joss Whedon directing Spider-Man and the quips that he can say. Are you kidding? Yeah. Or the Avengers. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm saying Spider-Man yeah. with the Avengers. Yeah. And Joss Whedon. That, that's a billion dollar franchise. Uh, movie. I mean, the first Avengers made a billion dollars. Yeah. Um, wow. If that news is real. That would be ridiculous. There's, I can't imagine after opening weekend that Sony would just be like, eh. We made two movies. Go ahead, yeah. Disney. I can't. I can't imagine that. But if they got enough money out of it, you know. I mean, yeah, I guess. But I mean, how much would you have to pay to to buy the Spider-Man name? Well, Disney that, could that, afford uh, it. Well, I know Disney could just write a check, but um, I mean, they. Well, how about this? I mean, they they freaking bought. How much did they buy Marvel for? It was like seven billion dollars. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Well, it wasn't that much, but. How about, I mean, Star Wars was like seven billion. What are you, what are you saying, Corey? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, how about this for interesting? So let's say they do buy Spider-Man back. Let's say this is a thing and it happens. Um, if it were all done the right way, you could literally have um, 
a movie um, where all the Avengers are either kidnapped and or killed. You have a new team of oh yeah, sorry. And in this scenario, uh, they also buy the rights back to uh, from for uh, anything with Wolverine in it. <laughs> so you have a completely new Avengers, the Avengers that takes over when uh, the guys that we know are dead or missing or whatever. And you have this entire movie where they go and save them um, because this is actually a comic book thing. So and uh, and then after that movie. Ultron rebuilds himself and then kills everybody because then that would be the, <laughs> it's kind of how that actually plays out. But anyway, although I think X-Men I am is completely probably, lost. Probably yeah. Fox has them in a lockbox, you know, for oh. a very long, long time. Oh, yeah. 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 They're never, you know, never going to give up. X-Men. But Sony has had financial issues. Yeah. So stop making could... shitty computers. I could see it happening. Well, the PS4 is keeping them alive right now, and TV sales and crap like that. But <laughs> yeah, point. man, I so. if what you're saying is real, man, that would be ridiculous. All right, so uh, instead of doing a top three for this movie, I wanted to do a take. We're the, gonna do rank. Do you want to do rankings? Yeah, we're gonna do rankings. We're gonna take the five films that have been made and we're gonna put them in our order that we feel. Chad, you haven't seen all the other three, all of the other three. Which ones have you seen? Um, I saw the first, the Tobey Maguire, the first one, mm-hmm. and this uh, this past one. Oh, so you've seen two. You didn't even see Amazing Spider-Man 1. No. Oh. All right. Well, then your rank will be that's, pretty that's, simple. Uh, that was kind of part of the... I haven't seen them. Well, I figured that meant like you only like you didn't see the third one or Well, you know, if we if we if we didn't think him might have been a little more see movies with us, you know, he'd he'd see more. Well no one none of us went and saw the Amazing Spider Man one together, so we can't blame that on anything. I saw that with my wife at the beach when it came out two years ago. So I I think they're all equally I don't know, five. Oh, okay. Sure. Thanks. Uh, corny. All right. Uh, in, in order of top to bottom. Yeah, top to bottom, or go from bottom to top. Go from bottom five to, to one. Five to one. Uh, Spider Man three. Yeah. Okay. So Toby three. Yep. I'll, I'll do it by Toby and Garfield. There you go. Okay. Uh, Toby three. <laughs> yep. Garfield one. Okay. Toby two. Toby one. Garfield two. Oh wow. Okay. All right. So. That was confusing. Walk me through that. Sorry, amazing. Sorry, from top to bottom. Amazing Spider-Man Two. All right, so this one. Spider-Man One. Okay. Spider-Man Two. Right. Amazing Spider-Man One. Right. And Spider-Man Three. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll 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 dive into this in just a second. I just want to get everybody's uh, opinion. Sam. All right. Um, going from the bottom to the top. Obviously, right. Toby, Toby Three. Yeah, it's terrible. Spider-Man Three is the worst. Yeah, killed the franchise almost. Uh. Um, go to number four, and I'm going to do the uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, okay. the Garfield one. Yep. Then I will go to Garfield two, the Amazing Amazing Spider-Man two. Mm-hmm. Then I go to, of course, Spider-Man two and Spider-Man one. Okay. And then I am, you know, again five to one, Spider-Man three, and then <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man one, then Spider-Man two, then this one, and then Spider-Man one. Okay. So we're all pretty close in the same order. Uh, Corny, Chad, and I, or I mean, uh, Corny and Sam and I, are just 
pretty uh, close, yeah. Corny now, we need to flip our top two, and Sam's a little lower on the new ones than he was. Sam's just wrong, but that's okay. I don't like, yeah. yeah, I'm just not a big fan of these. I'm tired. I, I'm the one with, with You're oversaturated with Spider-Man. Yeah, franchise fatigue. I've seen it all. I want to see something new, and, and it's not showing me new stuff. Well, uh, I guess my response, I'm going to give you a really smart-ass remark, response to that is, is go watch a different franchise. Um, because Yeah, but you're, well, yeah, okay. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what you're going to get with Spider-Man. I mean, yeah. it, this this is, the, the source material hasn't changed. So they're just presenting it to us in different different venues. Again, the whole point of this new franchise was because Sony was going to lose their rights. That's why they just decided and, and, to, to reboot the, the series. And in my mind, if, if Amazing Spider-Man 3 was coming out, I, I would seriously consider renting. Or, or waiting till well, and that's fine. And then, and then Corny and I will be the nerds in the theater, the yeah. old guys in the theater watching it, while there's seven year olds there in the theater watching it. So, yeah, and that's just because he and I are both Corny and I. I mean, you and I just love this franchise. I mean, I can't, I can't get enough of these movies. So, well, except for Spider Man Three, that one I could have. Uh... Yeah, Spider Man Three. I mean, that's that's I don't the one think I've actually seen that movie all the way through. It's, I cannot, it's hard I garbage. Not watch it's, it. It's it's damn terrible. It's real yeah. terrible. Um. Uh, how it should have ended for that one is hilarious, you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I just I think, and I've even heard that Sam Raimi didn't even want to do that one. He was he was forced by Sony to do and that. You one. can tell, yeah, you can tell. He just doesn't care. He's just kill everyone. In some, no, I'm just kidding. He's, phone, he's phoning it in. He really is, you know. And and I, I think everyone was phoning it in. Tobey Maguire is terrible in that movie, so it's just a bad movie. Um. I still think, personally, and Corny, you obviously love this particular version better. I think that the first one still holds up. Spider-Man One. I watched it not that long ago. It still kind of holds up. I like the the feel of it. Now, having watched this movie and then having seen bits of Spider-Man One, yeah, the Green Goblin's kind of ridiculous, especially that stupid mask. Um, yeah. I, I kind of wish they could have done something better with the mask because he kind of looks like a Power Ranger. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm glad you know, said that because uh, Parker, when he was little, uh, actually saw that image. Went Power mm-hmm. Ranger. I was nice. like, Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> I think the, the the perfect movie would be to put Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Do do that movie with Andrew Garfield. That movie is great with the writing. Uh, yeah, with that sna- that sna- with that, that snappy yeah, snark. Still, still snark. have Sam Raimi directed. Yeah. Still have that Sam Raimi kind of horror feel that he likes to do. Uh, oh, and get rid of um, what's her face? I can't stand Mary Jane. Person Dunst. I cannot stand her. Yes, She's, I, yeah. uh, she to me is actually the worst part of the Spider-Man franchise. That trilogy. I can't stand her. She, for one, she's not even that attractive to me personally. Um, yeah, obviously Emma Stone would have been. Like seven when that movie came out, so that's not going to work. But well, she would have been, I think, like eleven. But you know what I'm saying. Um, anyway, <laughs> but I still think the movie holds up. Uh, I did like this new one. Uh, I liked it better than the Amazing Spider-Man one. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man one. Well, the, my issue, my main issue with Spider-Man two is he takes his mask off too many times. You notice that, corny? You go back and watch. He takes his mask off like twelve times in that movie. It's ridiculous. But then again. Andrew Garfield takes his mask off in Spider-Man One like seven times too. So uh, that well, was the one finding mask. I mean, I, that was the one thing I liked about in this movie. Kind of claustrophobic. When he's in his <laughs> when he's in his uniform, he's always wearing the mask. He never takes it off ever. And well, that's not true. The very last scene when he's mourning 
Um, uh, Glenn is when he takes his mask off. Yeah. That's the only time. So, well, there you go. Um, do we have anything else we want to talk about this movie? I mean, you know. I mean, do we want to give it out of a 10? Oh, yeah, yeah. We can still do it out of our 10. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and again, I didn't write anything down. So, uh, Chad, out of 10, uh, how many, uh, I don't know, say something clever. Something um, clever. Something clever. How many uh, musical tones, electrical tones out of 10? Sure. Um, I'm going to give it a, I don't know, six. Okay. Out of ten, sure. Because it was, I was. I mean, I didn't mind the movie, right? Um, I I thought it was, thought it was all right, but I, it just didn't like. Do I want to watch it again? No. So, six. Yeah. See. Yeah. Okay. Corny. How many <laughs> uh, Russian doctors with bad accents would you give this? I will give it <laughs> nine bad accents out of ten. Are you, mm-hmm. are you saying nine is in no or nine is in nine? <laughs> nine. Nine, nine. Well, I still don't know. No. <laughs> what are you saying? No, uh, I'll give it, I'll give it a, actually nine. I, I generally love this movie. Right. Wow. Okay. And uh, 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 Sam, uh, how many convenient wardrobe malfunctions would you give this? <laughs> in the good way, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, oh, you know, tidbit of, of, of information here. Garfield actually made them put a zipper into the suit this time yeah. um, to make it easier to get in and out of. Nice. Um, uh, you know, I think we're going to have a crazy gap between between all of us here because I'll probably give it five and a half spinal fractures out oh, of God. ten. Ouch. That's terrible, Sam. So, about, yeah, five and a half. I just – it was fun. It, it didn't stick with me. There was nothing new that I, I – didn't see anything new or was awed at. It was, uh, yeah, five and a half. I probably wouldn't see it again. Okay. Uh, all right. And I would probably give it, um, hmm. I'd probably give it eight Norman Osborn heads in a jar. <laughs> that aren't there. That aren't in the movie. The, the things that aren't in the movie piss me off, but <laughs> I still had a good enough time with it that, I'm only mad when I stop and really think about it. But during the movie itself, except for when I kept waiting for things to happen that didn't happen, I had a good time. Corny, literally, if you called me up tomorrow and said, hey, um, I have a lunch break for three hours. I need you to take a two and a half hour lunch break. We're going to go watch this movie. I would say yes. I would be in. Because as long as I can actually bring legit food into the theater, uh, right. <laughs> you're on. I'm just going to have to call my boss and say, hey, sorry, I need to take a two and a half hour lunch break. Um, you know, yeah, I'm feeling some allergies coming on again. So I'm, I just, I, I had a good enough time with the movie to do that. But, but see, then again, but you guys know me well enough to know that I'll, I'll just kind of go and sit and watch anything when I get, if I get to hang out with you guys, you know, I mean, shit, if you guys said, Hey, we're going to get together and watch, I got to watch Rubber? myself. No, oh. <laughs> I don't know if I could sit through rubber, even with hanging out with you guys. I don't know if I could. No, we would have to be playing Risk or or drinking or, heavily. Yeah, we're stabbing we, ourselves we, in the eye for the lack of better things. <laughs> <to do. laughs> 
<laughs> it certainly would not be looking at the TV screen. We could uh, make a drinking game out of it. Like, take a shot whenever he kills something. Like, that could be fun. Or take a shot every time you hate this movie. <laughs> yeah. That way you could just black oh, out. All right. Already, and, uh, already and be done. But you know what I mean. It's like, so, if, you know, if, again, like, Chad, like, during the summer, you say, hey, I want to go watch whatever, I'm in it. So that's just me. But I like the movie, so I give it an eight. Um, so there you go. Um, is that it? Anything else we want to talk about? No. No? We've kind of covered the movie? Actually, uh, I was going to say, uh, I think, did we do the movie we're doing next week incorrectly? Or? What do you mean? Oh, no, never mind. I'm sorry. You said we're doing Thomas Crown next week, correct? Isn't that right? Yes, that is correct. Sorry, I was. Yes, Thomas is next week. Yeah, Thomas. The thing we talked about before is what I thought it was. And I was, oh, okay, never mind. So we're good. We're good to go. (laughs) Breaking the fourth wall, talking about things off screen or off the off microphone. Well, cool. I hope you guys enjoyed this spoiler cast. Uh, we have some emails I want to read. Uh-oh. Email. Email. You've got. Mail. Oh wait, we do need. We a are. Sound we are incorrect. We are incorrect in the movie. What? We just didn't. We decide to move. Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, I lied. We're not doing Thomas Crown Affair next week. We are Thank doing you. as when, good as it gets. As good as it gets. As good as it gets. And lead, oh. that leads us into my email. email. This, is from, this is from Jennifer Wisnett, who is our uh, lone female listener. You've got mail. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> I we have to pay for that. <laughs> no. I don't know, maybe. We pay for it in free discs. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's discs that we used to get from Blockbuster that were free yeah. for oh, AOL yeah. 8.0. Yeah. You mean those weapons that I used for years? Oh, gosh, we used them for uh, BB. Hey, you gun remember practice. we used to put them in the in the microwave, and and it was a nice little fireworks display. Nice, that's funny. We used to just shoot them with BB guns, but the microwave thing's kind of fun too. Um, Jennifer Wisnett emails in as our only female listener. The timeline episode, despite the fact the fact that I have never seen and probably will never see the movie, was absolutely hilarious. Well, thank you. You better believe that Corny is now going to have to do a Stallone impression with a French accent for me. <laughs> oh, you, you asked for this. Oh, well, uh, oh okay. Work, work on it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't just pull it out. Hold on. Don't don't just whip that out. Hold on. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not done. Well, uh, keep keep up the good work, and I'm still waiting on that chick flick, boys. Well, we have chosen as good as it gets. I hope that satisfies your your chick flick um, request. Uh, it it was about one of the few that we felt like we could stomach and and sit through. Um, so and if not then eat a Snickers because that's everything. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you, Corny, for your your snide comment. Um, so Victor sends an email, and I had to Victor, Victor Martinez sends an email, and I, I had to translate the the, the email to, into English. And in English, it says, thanks for a good podcast as you. I love the banter between the four friends. Is there any way the podcast could be translated into Spanish for the Spanish listeners? Also, could you guys do Sharknado? (laughs) Thanks, Victor. Well, Victor, uh, unfortunately, no. None of us are skilled in uh, in Spanish. And uh, quite frankly, we can't afford to have it translated into anything but... Mm-mm. Our our dumb voices, but thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, as for Sharknado, gracias. Uh, if it's streaming, mm-hmm. sure, we'll do Sharknado. It's, nice a, it's a you know terrible movie with Tara Reid. So shoot, yeah, we'll do Sharknado. If it's, again, if it's streaming, if it's not, we'll find a way to watch it. So right. thanks for the email. Send your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail dot com. 
we're doing as good as it gets next week. So at least that'll be a movie that my wife will actually sit down and watch with me without getting really pissed off at Sam. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so, uh, that, that's it. So time to wrap up, right? What are we, Oh, what are we watching? I wonder what, what are we watching besides this movie? Um, this is the week of season finales. NCIS season finale is tonight. Uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season finale is tonight. Oh, I can't wait to see that one. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm watching that tomorrow. I might have to watch it tomorrow morning, yep. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow is also, as we record this, tomorrow, Wednesday, is the Arrow season finale. I'm really excited about that. Oh, um, What else is going on? Is that it? Are we watching anything else? Oh, I've had a, a great week of sci-fi. Um, watched Elysium, which I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. and watched Oblivion, which I really enjoyed. I did In too. fact, I think I was texting you while I was watching the yeah. the, the end of that one. But um, one movie I really, really enjoyed was Django Unchained. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, you get on to me uh, all the time about this, but I'll sit down, watch part of a movie, pause it, go do something else, and I, I come can't. back to it a day by, day later or something like that. And uh, Django, I couldn't do it. I was too vested in what, and I wanted to see how it ended. And you know, one thirty at night later, you know, the movie ends. And man, that's a fun little movie. It uh, it's violent, and it's definitely a Tarantino movie. But my goodness, uh, th- there's some there's some fun stuff in that movie. My my Darn. brain cannot work the way yours does. You <laughs> you literally saying that you stop a movie and go do something else? I. I, I can't do that. Now, I've done it a couple of times for this podcast because the only times I could watch the movie was during my lunch break at work, and I could yep. only watch an hour at a time. But uh, but that's just – because I'm not doing other things like you do. You do like – anyway, that's just it's, – it's, <laughs> it's interesting how, how people's minds differ. Um, yeah. Chad, you and in the, you know, in the same way too, you know, I, I read books, and I have a different book in every car. Yeah. And at my office and at, my, at home. So I'm, at one time, I'm reading about five books. I say, which way do you drive to work? Right. Which way? I drive west. You drive on the left side of the yeah, road? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to completely avoid that way if you're reading books in the car. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, Chad, you watching anything? Uh, just uh, getting, ca- getting caught up on Game of Thrones. Cool. Yes. Um, did you watch, did you watch Sundays yet? No. Oh. Uh, Corny? Uh, actually, I am... What am I doing? I am catching up on Arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually... A week behind now. Uh, let's see. And what did I watch the other day? Well, that's it. That's, that's all I can remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, This Is War, or This Means War. Uh, I watched It's Complicated, which was actually pretty funny. Uh, it was a really funny naked scene with Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's a thing that happened. Um, I have to see this. Yeah, it's, it's, actually, it's actually not bad. It's actually pretty good. Uh, Meryl Streep and... Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin. It's it's pretty funny. Oh, that sounds actually. Meryl Streep and Steve Martin get high, and um, it's it's pretty funny. Anyway, no, not real high, but you know, movie high. Anyway, I watched something else, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, I watched that terrible GI Joe retaliation movie too. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of fun too, though. Well, yeah, it's better than the first horrendous piece of garbage. Yeah, uh, that first one was unwatchable. Uh, anyway, so that's our podcast. Um, Right? Yeah, so time to wrap up. Special thanks goes out to allposters.com for sponsoring our show. Um, I, 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 oh. Whoa. What's that? Someone got shot. Um, Sorry. 
I, I do have a little. Uh, I do have a favor to ask our, our listeners, and this is totally selfish. Uh, and the the three guys here, they don't know I'm, I'm about to do this, but uh, we got an email from AllPosters.com basically saying that we need to get our i or our iTunes rating up, or they're going to leave. So <laughs> please leave us a review on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. Um, I know that's very selfish and kind of uncool to ask, but uh, the, 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 the wee few fans that we have, I, I hope that you guys can help us out. We really appreciate it. Um, sight and Sound, nc.com, check them out. Uh, uh, let's see. What? Um, sorry, <laughs> Sam keeps distracting me with Jurassic Park crap. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews. Follow us on Twitter at cheap seat cast and please send your emails to cheap seat reviews at gmail.com. Um, on behalf of, of, of Chad and Sam and Corny, <laughs> I can't right now. What is happening? This is right. Jeez, this is the worst outro ever. I might just have to record over this. Good night. Thank you for listening.